Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every weekend, same time, same station. You can join us anytime you want. I hope you do. We have been able to make great strides in helping people to conquer their conditions and be triumphant and back to a healthy journey of health, nutrition, and vitality. That's what we're all looking for. We all want to have a very healthy body, tremendous amount of energy, feeling fantastic, a sense of well-being, and just, of course, we're all going to age, we're all going to get older, and we all start to slow down to some degree, but we're trying to age gracefully, youthfully, and we can stay younger even as we get older. But if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to get older faster than normal. We have to protect ourselves and all of our body tissues to be extra healthy. And I hope you're making some really good changes in your life in 2024. We've talked about this all the time as how to get healthy. We've given you a lot of ideas, a lot of science, a lot of new concepts. We've given you a lot of ideas on how we can become healthier, and we do this together. I'm on the same journey as you are. I want to live a good, healthy life. Whenever God wants me, I'm ready to go. But until then, I want to be healthy. I want to travel. I want to do some exciting things. I want to work out. I want to be happy, healthy, be in a good mood, and all those good things. And it all comes from food as our best medicine. It all starts with our diet. Not that you're dieting, but your food, the food that you eat is your diet. So select a better quality of diet, a better quality of food, and de-emphasize carbohydrates and sugar. Maybe there's not even any reason for carbohydrates or sugar. Absolutely no reason for sugar. You may have some carbohydrates, but basically all the carbohydrates in the American diet are refined and processed. There's no nutritional value. And they all convert to sugar. So not only giving up sugar, but all the carbohydrates that we consume on a daily basis is another level of sugar. Because all carbohydrates, bread, pasta, cakes, pies, you name it, all the things made from grains and flour of grains are all converted to sugar. We can't metabolize grains and flour. So it converts the sugar in the body, and then we have more sugar. But just the amount of sugar, white sugar, brown sugar, whatever sugar, it's all sugar. Brown sugar is no more healthier than white sugar. It's all sugar. And we are eating around 250 to 300 pounds of sugar, plus all of the carbohydrates. 
You'll change your life dramatically when you lower your level of carbohydrates on a daily basis. In the American diet, we are consuming around 400 to 500 grams. 500 grams is a pound. And that converts to sugar. We can get by with 20 to 40 to 50 grams, a lot less than Americans eat today. There is no essential carbohydrates. There's essential proteins, essential amino acids that make up protein. There are requirements of essential fatty acids, all the good fats, natural fats. We need plenty of fats, plenty of protein. If you want to be healthy in the later life, as you get older, we need more protein, not less. And we need more fats, really special fats, like extra virgin olive oil. So are you doing things now, in 2024, that's going to make a difference? You can make a difference within three to six months. It doesn't take a lot. You may have pounded your body for a long time, for decades, but somehow the body is forgiving. If you take away all of the junk food, all the garbage, and start exercising, start moving, start doing something productive, get a good night's sleep, the body can change within three to six months. Believe me. All those aches and pains, all that inflammation, all what you're going through. You might be on five, six, seven, eight prescription drugs. I know people that are, that are changing their lives on a daily basis. And within three to six months, they're off all their medications, all their drugs. I'm not saying go off your drugs. I'm saying they got off their drugs. And I'm sure they worked with their physician to do that. But once you get healthy, you don't need those drugs. Only sick people need drugs. So change your diet. Change your lifestyle. Change the way you live. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Because you got so accustomed and so used to eating the garbage and the junk, non-nutritious food, and all you're eating for is taste and to fill your belly. So if you want to live healthy, if you want to get off your drugs, if you want a, a life of vitality, well-being, being happy, getting out of that depressed mood, it all starts with your diet. And my diet, and I recommend it highly, is the ketogenic diet. You can also select, also select the paleo diet or the Mediterranean diet. All three are healthy diets. I like the ketogenic diet because I like lots of protein, lots of fats. So you can have a choice of one of these diets. We'll make a huge, huge change. So we have a great lineup of information today. We're going to talk about Greek mountain tea. We're also going to talk about why I love so much the polyphenols in olive oil. And don't forget, I wrote a book on olive oil. I'll tell you more about that too. 
and how to cut sodium out of your diet, not salt. Sodium. And then we're going to talk about polycystic ovarian types of conditions. And how about, have you tried raw milk? So much healthier for you. Herb of the day, it's a plum, but it actually is a berry. But it's about the size of a plum. It grows in India, and it's called amla, A-M-L-A, amla. Then we'll talk about why people have migraine headaches in winter. And you know there are health benefits to coffee. We'll talk about how coffee can provide you with health benefits. And then, is it worth spending your money for organic food? That's another topic we can, we can tackle today too as well. So let's talk a little bit about Greek mountain tea. And what does Greek mountain tea do for us? And of course, I guess you know where it comes from. But this is all good stuff that we can all use together to decide what is best for us and how to use it. Well, Greek mountain tea has a lot of, a lot of well-known benefits to strengthen your body and definitely improve your mood. It's well-known in the Mediterranean region with many traditional uses. I was in Athens, Greece, several times last year. And I was walking with a guide that we had hired because we only had one day after we got off a cruise ship in Athens. And we had people with us that had never been to Greece before. We had seen all the treasures of, of Greece on prior trips. But since we had some new friends traveling with us, and we only had one day in Athens, so we wanted to see as much as we possibly could. So we had hired a guide. And of course, some of the ladies went off on their shopping trips and uh, left the guys to talk to the guide. And I asked them, I'm always curious of cultures and how they eat and what they drink, what are their beverages. And we talked, started talking about olive oil, we started talking about tea, and all of a sudden he brought up Greek mountain tea. And I said, well, I never heard of that. Greek mountain tea. Why? Where did it come from? Well, this goes back hundreds of years. When the shepherds, in fact, it's called shepherd's tea as well, because the shepherds, when they're out tending their flock, they were looking for something to warm their innards, so they were looking to make tea, and they were actually pulling weeds. Well, I guess every herb is a weed until we know that it's an herb that has health benefits. So they found this weed and made tea out of it, and they have done this for hundreds of years. And it helps to relieve them of their in inflammation, all kinds of inflammation. Relieves them of colds and flu respiratory infections, asthma, bronchitis, and gastrointestinal conditions. It helps them to calm down after a hard day's work. 
And being out there with a flock of sheep is very hard work. And it minimizes their stress and also anxiety. It promotes healing, preserves memory, cognitive function, learning skills, and also, if you're out there tending your flock, you're walking a lot of hills, and in some degree, some mountains. So it gives them more stamina and resiliency. It's a wonderful herb. Greek mountain tea. Now, a lot of people drink Greek mountain tea as a beverage in Greece. After their meal, they sip a cup of tea. This has been handed down because there are not many shepherds out there anymore in Greece. It has become more modernized. But now this has been a traditional tea for hundreds of years, and it's passed down from generation to generation, and they're still drinking this Greek mountain tea. And it gives them tremendous benefits. I wish you could tell you the story about the olive oil, but that's another issue. They consume about, well, quite a bit more olive oil than we do in the United States, for sure. They consume about a liter a month or more. And we consume a half a liter a year in the United States. They drink so much, yeah, absolutely. They drink olive oil. They don't drizzle it on something. They don't dip their bread in it. They drink it. They start the morning off with anywhere from three, four, five tablespoons. A shot glass full is not unusual for kids. They drink a quarter of a cup to a cup. Yes, I did, I did say a cup of olive oil in the morning before breakfast, about 15 to 20 minutes before breakfast. Well, there I am giving all my, my spiel on olive oil because I love that subject. Olive oil is the most powerful food of all foods that we can consume on a daily, weekly basis. So traditionally, Greek mountain is a tea. But now it can be used as a supplement in capsule form. Many people in the United States are not tea drinkers. And they like things as a supplement in a capsule. So now it's available in the U.S. in capsule form. Now here's some research on the encapsulated Greek mountain tea. It reduced the beta amyloid plaque in the brain, which is one of the conditions believed by experts that cause Alzheimer's disease. Beta amyloid plaque builds up in the brain and destroys brain function. But Greek mountain tea can reduce the beta amyloid plaque by 55%. My friends, that's huge. And it can improve reaction time under stress by 50%. This was a study with healthy individuals with, combina with a combination as well with B vitamins. 
So B vitamins and Greek mountain tea could improve reaction time under stress by 50%. So it wipes away the stress that you would be struggling under or burdened with. And additionally, it reduced cortisol, which is a hormone from the adrenal glands that will increase, will rise under stress conditions. And it lowers the cortisol by 17%. And improves attention, reduces stress, reduces anxiety. And this was a study done in adults between the ages of 50 and 70, a 28-day study. Drastically reduced stress and anxiety. What can you not like about Greek mountain tea, right? Now, one, another thing, too, is if you take Greek mountain tea from Greece and you combine it with bacopa, bacopa, B-A-C-O-P-A, which is an Indian herb that has been used for thousands of years in Ayurvedic medicine, traditional Ayurvedic treatment, this combination, Greek tea and bacopa for anxiety, intellect, and memory issues. Now, modern research today has focused on the use of bacopa to reduce dementia or prevent dementia and prevent Alzheimer's disease and use as a treatment for brain function. So it's really ideal to pair Greek mountain tea with bacopa, a combination of two herbs. Anytime you combine two or three herbs, you're getting a more powerful effect because they have a synergistic effect. They work on more pathways in the body and they feed off each other. They make each individual herb more effective, more powerful. Greek mountain tea has a greater effect on acute mental processing. That means brain function in the moment. And bacopa affects areas of the brain associated with memory creation and storage. So you see where you get this more powerful effect when you combine several herbs together. Sometimes Indian herbs and Chinese herbal formulations may have 10 or 15 herbs together in a formulation. This is the way to use it today with Greek mountain tea and bacopa. So how do you use this kind of combination? Well, first of all, Greek mountain tea blocks out the noise. So you can focus and concentrate during stress. It builds up and strengthens the immune system. It's made for detoxifying the body and improving the, improving the digestion system. You'll digest your foods better. That's for Greek mountain tea. 
Now, when you combine it with bacopa, now you get a brain and mental health function, memory and positive mood. Look at all the good things you get from just two herbs together. Now, I wrote a book on Greek mountain tea. And you can find my book at my website, terrytalksnutrition.com. You can also find it on Amazon. So look for the book called The Mediterranean Anti-Aging Secret, Greek Mountain Tea. That's the name of my book, The Mediterranean Anti-Aging Secret by Terry Lemerand, L-E-M-E-R-O-N-D. So you can find it on Amazon. You can also follow the link on terrytalksnutrition.com to the tab Health Books. I have about 15 books that I published on this tab, and you can find them all at my website. Greek Mountain Tea. It'll help change your life. And also the Greek Mountain Tea with Bacopa. If you're having problems with your memory, if you walk into a room and you, you don't know why you walked into the room, uh-uh, why am I here? I, I thought, I, oh, I, where, where, where am I now? We have to improve our memory. We have to have a better positive mood. Let's not be grouchy. A better brain function, better metal, ment, mental capacities, better learning skills. This all comes from this combination of Greek mountain tea and bacopa. Now, here's the subject I love. Extra virgin olive oil. And why you should love it too. It has a very high level of polyphenols. There are 8,000 polyphenols. All different kinds of concentrations of polyphenols in olive oil. Mary Flynn, Dr. Mary Flynn, an associate professor at Boston University, has studied olive oil for 30 years. Now that makes her a pretty much a world's expert in olive oil. And she said olive oil is the only food, get this, she said olive oil is the only food that can prevent, reverse, and cure every known human disease. Now, wow. This is a lady that has studied olive oil for 30 years. And for her to make that kind of statement, that is very, very powerful. And these polyphenols, these are natural chemicals that are found in food. But olive oil has a very, very high level and very effective and active level of polyphenols. And because of these high polyphenol contents in olive oil, it keeps the olive oil fresher for a longer period of time. Oxidative stress or known as oxidation, 
causes fats and oils to go rancid. Oxidative stress. You know, people think inflammation is bad. Inflammation is not bad. When you injure yourself or sprain your ankle or twist your knee, you're going to feel warmth in that area. Maybe red. Maybe the skin will turn kind of red and warm. You'll have some pain, a little swelling. That's inflammation at work. It's an action. Why? Because it's there to heal that injured area. But that's what is called acute inflammation. It's there for only a little while. As you heal in a few days or a few weeks, there's no longer any more inflammation. So why do we have chronic inflammation when people have it all the time? Inflammation is not bad for us. But what is bad for us is what has caused the damage to our body that requires inflammation to try to heal it. So if we smoke for 30, 40 years, that is damaging our body, our lungs, and many other cancers that are caused by smoking. So inflammation is there all the time, trying to heal every day the effects of smoking or excessive drinking or the American diet. Yes, the American diet causes inflammation. Carbohydrates and sugar and chemicals and preservatives and coloring, all the things that are in our food today, plus just the pure junk food that we're eating, causes inflammation. Vegetable oils cause inflammation. So the American diet is a diet of inflammation. So we don't have to stop inflammation. We have to stop the oxidative stress that's causing the inflammation. The inflammation is just there, like firemen are at a fire. The firemen didn't start the fire. They're there to put it out. And inflammation is there to put out the damage that is caused by smoking, by drinking, by the American diet. So all these things that are in olive oil, all these polyphenols, all these natural chemical compounds that's found in olive oil can reduce the inflammation, can reduce oxidative stress, can make us healthier. Now I'm going to tell you what olive oil can do for you and how it can combat all types of diseases, but I've got to take a break. I have to pause for a few moments to allow the station to identify itself, run some commercials. But right after the commercial break, I'm going to be right back here, and I'm going to tell you the lowdown and why you should not go a day. And I'm not saying this because I sell olive oil. I don't sell olive oil. But I want you to be able to get the effects of olive oil. This is Terry Naturally. Terry Talks Nutrition. Welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. Go to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com. There you can buy my books. You can listen to the radio show live anywhere around the world. Or you can listen to the radio shows that are archived there for your enjoyment anytime you want, day or night. You can take it with you on a walk. You can take it with you when you're biking. 
You can take it in the car, wherever you want. If you want to listen to the radio show, you can do that on a variety of stations as well. I want you to have more information. The more information that you have, it's easier to understand why we need to make changes. We can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect different results. That's insanity. You can't do it. And now, one of my favorite, favorite subjects. High polyphenol olive oil. Why should we use it? And how much should we use? Well, as I told you, the Greeks, they probably consume no less than a quarter of a cup a day. And still, that's only for drinking. They drink it. Every morning they wake up, they have several shots of olive oil. And then they still use it on all their food besides. They put it on salads. They put it on their meat. They put it everywhere. I, I like one of the things that I learned in Europe, in, in the Mediterranean countries, olive oil on yogurt. Excellent. I love it. But the high polyphenol olive oil can stop chronic diseases, prevent chronic diseases, reverse chronic diseases, cure chronic diseases, like high cholesterol levels, heart disease, cancer risks, the risk of diabetes, brain health, cognitive functions, chronic pain and inflammation, gut and digestive health, weight loss, mental health. Wow. If we could change all those things right with a food you can buy anywhere, but you have to look for a really high-quality olive oil. There's a lot of olive oils that are not made with a high polyphenol content. They're okay, but, they, but, but what you really want, because olive oil is an omega-9 fatty acid, oleic acid, but macadamia nut is also omega-9. Pecan oil is also omega-9. Avocado oil is also omega-9. But they don't have what olive oil has. And that's the polyphenols that really make the difference. So when you want to make a difference, you've got to choose very high-quality olive oil. And if you want to learn more about the health benefits of olive oil, please look for my new book, Extra Virgin Olive Oil, The Missing Link for Optimal Health. You can find it at terrytalksnutrition.com just by searching my name, Terry Lemerand, L-E-M-E-R-O-N-D, on Amazon. There's some very, very high-quality olive oils. And in my book, I list them. Premium oils, good oils, not-so-good oils. And they're all by price. But I've tasted almost all of these oils myself. And when you have an olive oil that has a high content of polyphenols, they're spicy. They're peppery in taste. 
In fact, sometimes when I swallow a couple of shot glasses full of olive oil in the morning, <coughs> boy, that tickled my throat. Wow, that's exactly what you want. You don't want a buttery, you don't want a smooth, you don't want a mild, because they're okay. They still have omega-9 fatty acids, but it's the polyphenols that are the powerful natural compounds that change your level of health like nothing else. Like Mary Flynn said, there's nothing else after she's tested olive oil for 30 years. There's nothing else in our food that has a rival to extra virgin olive oil with a high content of polyphenols. It's amazing. And when you take in the olive oil, you're going <clears> to <throat> clear your throat. You're going to maybe choke a little bit. It's spite, you're going to have a little spicy taste or peppery taste. That's the content of polyphenols. So that's what you want to get from your olive oil. But once you start using it, it's going to have a major change in your life. So try it. Get my book. Read all about it. Once you understand it, the cost of the book is nothing compared to what that olive oil can do for you. Now here's something you don't want. You want to cut out sodium in your diet. But not salt. Here's a news headline I just ran across recently. Cutting one teaspoon of salt a day has the same effect as blood pressure medications. Wow. Now the problem is, this study showed that cutting sodium effectively reduced blood pressure. Blood pressure levels dropped six points when the subjects of the study switched to low-sodium diets for just one week. Now table salt does contain sodium. Table salt is a compound made up of sodium and chloride. But less than 5% of the sodium in the standard American diet comes from the salt shaker. Well, where does it come from? If we're getting so much sodium, where is it? Well, most sodium comes from processed foods. Because the food is so bland, and so processed, ultra-processed, they have to do something to wake up your taste buds. So they add a lot of sodium. MSG, monosodium glutamate, baking soda, sodium nitrate, sodium citrate. In what? Bread, pizza, soy sauce, soup, Fast food and prepared dinners are all high in sodium. Just a four-ounce bagel can contain 600 milligrams of sodium. That's more than 25% of the daily recommended intake of sodium.
So watch what you eat. That's why I tell you the Mediterranean diet, lots of berries, fruits, vegetables, protein, fat, all natural. Get out of the aisles that have boxes and prepared foods and canned foods and get into the fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, berries, meats, dairy, eggs, all the good, natural, healthy, nature-made foods, not man-made foods. I can't even call them foods. Man-made chemicals. Man-made junk. Man-made garbage. And we're living on that stuff. Wonder why we're sick? We're sick because we're eating the wrong diet. We have diseases because we're eating the wrong diet. Now here's something that you may never have heard of before. You may have heard of PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS. It affects women and is associated with symptoms of excess testosterone, irregular menstrual cycles, and infertility, as well as me metabolic problems like obesity, insulin resistance, and diabetes. Well, here's a new clinical study that may change your life. And I know a lot of women struggle with PCOS. In a study, they were given propolis. Propolis is a substance that is made from vegetation by the bees that gather plant life, resins, that are found in plant life and use it to sterilize their colony, sterilize their hive. Now, these women with PCOS were given propolis or a placebo for 12 weeks. And one more, which I, find, I think you'll find quite interesting. But the results of this study for 12 weeks versus the placebo. The propolis group experienced reduced testosterone levels, insulin levels, decreased insulin resistance, and weight loss. That is a huge benefit. In studies looking at the effects of the keto diet, the diet that I mentioned earlier in the show, the diet that I follow, I follow every day, I have a huge ribeye steak out for tonight. I have it outside, so I'll enjoy it tonight with probably a nice big helping of broccoli. Maybe I'll have some truffles on the steak. But that's it. My diet is very simple, very high in protein, very high in extra virgin olive oil with high polyphenol content. Although I am very disciplined, um, I look at it as my medicine. I want to be healthy. I want to be here for the next 20 years. I want to be able to travel all over the world. I want to enjoy life. 
I don't want a bad mood. So eating right makes a difference. And in studies looking at the effects of the keto diet, most of the studies follow diets restricting carbohydrates intake to 30 grams or less. Now, I said before, the American diet is 400 to 500 grams per day. And now we're having a diet that's just 30 grams or less per day. And the keto diet was associated with a significant reduction in free testosterone. All the studies reported significant weight loss as well. And for many subjects of the study, their menstrual cycles, their menstrual cycles became more regular and infertility increased. And they did not have hot flashes or night sweats. It's caused by the diet. While there are some benefits from herbs like black cohosh, black cohosh was able to reduce the signs and symptoms of menopause by 71%. So you could add propolis, black cohosh, and a keto diet and you could feel so much better. That's what we're talking about. Changing our lifestyle. Changing our diet. Changing how, what we do every day. To make a difference in how we feel. Now there are some resources for the keto diet. So if you go to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com, and click on Terry Recommends, there's a tab that says Terry recommends and pick diet from the drop from the drop down menu to find my summary of the keto diet a simple meal plan but there are some recommended resources for further reading including eat fat to lose fat that might be surprising right eat fat eat fat to Lose Fat, by Mary Ng, E-N-I-G. She's one of the top researchers in the world on essential fatty acids. And then a book I love called Life Without Bread. How a low-carbohydrate diet can save your life. By Christian Allen, the author. But the diet was based on a doctor by the name of Wolfgang Lutz, L-U-T-Z. He had over 10,000 patients that he instructed how to follow the low-carb diet, and they all recovered from a variety of health conditions. He lived way into his 90s and looked like he was 70. He didn't have a wrinkle in his face. And then... Another book I like called Breaking the Vicious Cycle by Elaine Gottschall. She has saved many people from intestinal conditions with just diet alone. Then, of course, you want to read Wheat Belly to get rid of your belly. Grains, flour from grains, 
all make us fat. This book is written by Dr. William Davis. And then read Grain Brain by Dr. David Pullmutter. These are all good educational books to read to help you understand more of how to make a better lifestyle. Have you ever tried raw milk? I know many farmers drink their own raw milk and nobody's dropping dead. There are fewer, fewer people having problems with drinking raw milk than most any other condition. But of course you want to buy it from a clean source. Know your farmer. Now there are states around the world, I should say, I should say around the country, like North Dakota. They now allow raw milk sales to consumers. Earlier this year, North Dakota passed a law allowing the sale of raw milk. Several states, including California, Oregon, Washington, already allow retail sales and other to allow farms to sell directly to consumers on their own farm property, not in stores, but farmers will sell it to you if they choose to. But you can't buy it in North Dakota, Iowa, or Wisconsin. Raw milk has not been pasteurized, not heat treated, that destroys all the enzymes that keeps it healthy, that keeps you healthy. But once you kill all those enzymes, milk will sour. But raw milk does not sour. Pasteurization inactivates these enzymes in the milk and reduces the nutritional content. But make sure you always get a good source, a very clean source. There's nothing wrong with raw milk. I don't tolerate cow's milk. Somehow it just I don't agree with it. But for a while, I had a really, really good source of raw goat's milk. And I loved it. I'd go through a gallon a week. But unfortunately, this person gave up their goat farm. And I was no longer able to buy raw goat milk. But boy, do I love it. I wish I could find another source of Raw goat milk someplace. It's so healthy, so nutritious. Now let's talk about the herb of the day. Amla. Also known as Indian gooseberry. It's a berry. But it's about the size of a plum. And when you eat it, I've eaten it often in India. Pick it off the tree, eat it. And it has five distinct different flavors. As you eat it, the flavors change. From tart to sour to sweet and so on. Indian gooseberry. They are trees grown in top tropical areas of India. And many other countries in southern Asia. 
The trees produce an edible fruit, also called amla, A-M-L-A, or Indian gooseberry, which is both a food and a medicine. As a medicine, amla normalizes blood sugar levels and reduces inflammation. Amla is especially useful for preventing and treating heart disease, high cholesterol, high triglycerides. Amla prevents oxidation of the LDL cholesterol, reduces triglycerides by about 24%, increases the good cholesterol, the HDL, by about 15%. A clinical trial of 98 people with normally high lipids, high total cholesterol, high triglycerides, and high ALDL. They received either amla extract, 500 milligrams twice daily, or a placebo for 12 weeks. At the end of the 12-week study, with 1,000 milligrams of AMLA, two 500-milligram capsules, 1 a.m. and 1 p.m., and the result of this study concerning the AMLA group, 73% had significantly lower total and LDL cholesterol better than any medication on the market. It had an 89% reduction in triglycerides. You know, it's not cholesterol that damages your arteries. It's not cholesterol that damages your heart. It's triglycerides. And where do we get triglycerides? Our body builds up triglycerides from carbohydrates and sugar. So when somebody tells me, oh, Terry, my triglycerides are 300 or 400 or 500, I've seen it as high as 600. I know instinctively they're eating a diet that's high in sugar and carbohydrates and soft drinks, sugary soft drinks, or juice. Some people think juice is very healthy. Juice is not healthy. Fruit is healthy. Berries are healthy but not the juice. An 89% reduction in triglycerides. That's huge. I, I do not know of any drug on the market that can match these numbers. And then in a separate trial of AMLA versus placebo, the HDL levels increased by 14%. So every time you increase the HDL, you lower the risk of heart disease. So if you want great results from AMLA, take about 1,000 milligrams daily, preferably 500 milligram capsule twice daily, one morning, one evening. It'll pay a huge dividend in reducing your risk of heart disease the number one killer in the world.
Now let's, for the last few minutes we have, let's talk a little bit about migraine headaches. You know, I don't know if I'll have time for this because it's just too important. I'm going to save this. I've only got about a minute or a half, minute and a half left of the show. So let's just talk about the health benefits of coffee. How would you really think that's true? So many people say you shouldn't drink coffee. Why do your kids drink coffee? Well, pour a cup of coffee instead of a can of energy drink. You can buy Red Bull, an energy drink, but you'll get more out of the coffee. Energy, energy drinks are typically formulated with sugar and packed in aluminum, a known brain toxin. And in contrast, coffee has been shown to have many, many health benefits. Reduces the risk of heart disease by 17%. Reduces the risk of stroke by 21%. Prevents abnormal changes to the liver, which can eventually lead to liver scarring and fatty liver disease. One study found that colon cancer survivors who drank four or more cups of coffee a day were 42% less likely to have their cancer come back than non-coffee drinkers. They were 33% less likely to die from their cancer or of anything else during the study. Coffee. Why? Because coffee is another source of these polyphenols that we also find in extra virgin olive oil. There's not nearly as many polyphenols in coffee as there is in extra virgin olive oil, but it's another source. All these polyphenols preserve our health, prevent disease, reverse disease, and cure disease. These are natural compounds found in natural food, not man-made food, not garbage, not fast food, not all the fried foods in vegetable oil. So that was my friends. We're out of time, but I'll be back. Same time, same station. You can look for me all the time. I'll be right here. I hope you are right here too. Say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. It's getting crazier by the day. And God bless you, my friends. Thank you for joining me. And God bless this great country. And it will come back to be a great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.